From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. We're glad that you're with us. We are looking at wonderful words of salvation over the last few weeks. And today we come to a new word, a legal term in the Bible. We're going to look at over the next couple of days, the word justification. Uh, justification is the, uh, the sovereign act of God, whereby he declares righteous those who are guilty, but have come to him by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. This is not a progressive, um, this is not something that is progressive, it is something that's instantaneous. It, it's not something that takes, um, that takes place over a process of time or a period of time, but is an immediate instant transaction in a moment. And it's a, something where those who are guilty are declared without guilt at the bar of God, at the judgment seat, when we stand before God, our sovereign judge. He knows that we are guilty, but he declares us just. In Job chapter 9, verse 2, Job is in a conversation with uh, one of his friends, Bildad, who thinks he's a hypocrite. And Job begins to give an answer to him, and he knows that he's a sinner, and, and but he ask a rhetorical question. He said, Job, in response to Bildad's accusation of him being a sinful man, he said, I know it is so of a truth, but how should man be just with God? Now you have to understand Job's day. The process of justification had not yet come through the Messiah. All those promises were ahead. And so he didn't know how this was going to take place and how it was going to transpire. We do. We're on the other side of Calvary. And this is one of those great truths that appears too good to be true. The words just and the words right are synonymous in the Bible, um, as are other words similar to them, words like justify, righteous, justification, righteousness. Those are synonymous terms through the Bible. Now they have a different point of emphasis, and they, um, and they point to specific attributes but they are basically synonymous terms throughout the Bible. Anytime you see any form, any uh, derivation of the words just and right. So how can God take someone who is guilty and declare them innocent without guilt and still be God, knowing that God never does anything wrong? How can God look at a guilty sinner and pronounce them righteous? Now, the, these words, again, they both come from the same root word, in the ancient language, and and I think it's important as we begin to to realize that there is even though right and just are synonymous terms, there is a difference between forgiveness and justification. Uh, so I'm going to go to Acts chapter 13 and read a couple of verses for you, verses 38 and 39. And here it's speaking about Jesus. Paul is giving a testimony. Um, be in the synagogue at Antioch and Pisidia. And he says this about Jesus. Um, 
or, or I, I'm sorry, not about Jesus, but about David. Uh, look, I'm actually going to begin in verse 36. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on sleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. But he, whom God raised again, now we're speaking about Jesus, saw no corruption. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. There's forgiveness preached through Jesus. Verse 39, and by him, Jesus, all that believe are justified from all things which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. So the law of Moses could not bring justification, but the preaching of Jesus, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his shed blood on the cross, that can bring justification. So uh, there, there is a difference between forgiveness and justification. A convicted criminal can be pardoned by a governor or the president after serving a period of their sentence. You ever notice when a governor or a president is getting ready to leave office, they'll often sign a bunch of pardons for certain condemned people. Now, that that releases them from the penalty, but that does not, that, that gives them forgiveness, a release, but that does not mean they're justified. In fact, their record will still show a conviction of guilt. He can be forgiven. That person can be forgiven, pardoned, excused, released from their debt, but they can never be justified. There's always going to be a conviction of guilt on their record. Only God can declare someone just. Look, God forgave Adam and Eve when they sinned against him in the Garden of Eden. He offered a sacrifice for their sin, but he also kicked them out of the garden and put an angel with a flaming sword to keep the way and to prevent them from ever entering into it again. He said, look, I've forgiven you, but you're not just yet. And don't you? He, and he said, don't you ever try and come back in here again. By the way, forgiveness does not eradicate the consequence of sin. Forgiveness of sin does not uh, um, does not remove the long-term consequences. God forgave Adam and Eve for their sin. But you know what? They still died. They still lost the privilege of living in the Garden of Eden. So, we, 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 forgiveness does not equate to justification. Justification is is where God will declare someone who has been pronounced guilty without guilt. How can God do this? Well, before God can do this, so before somebody can justify it, be justified, there first has to be a charge of guilt. And that person who is pronounced guilty has to accept the fact that they're guilty. Then God can go from there. Once we accept our guilt, then God can can justify our our guilty sentence. Now, we're going to look at that process and how God accomplished that on tomorrow's broadcast. And I hope that you'll uh, that you'll uh, tune in and um, as we go forward with this, and we will look at the the charge that is laid, but then the cleansing that comes. Uh, once that charge has been given. Uh, something wonderful, a wonderful word of salvation for each and every one of us who has been saved and for those who are not, something that can be ours and God surely desires it to be so. May the Lord bless you until our time tomorrow. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. 
Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor love.